after an election that failed to deliver the red wave. The Republican wave turned into a Republican sprinkle. Was it a red ripple? You mentioned that uh, Americans are frustrated. and In fact, 75% of voters say the country is heading into the wrong direction despite the results of last night. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently? Nothing, because they're just finding out what we're doing. The red wave has failed to materialize. As you guys just heard, there is no red wave. And I I know for a fact, every single person who's a Republican expected there to be a red wave. There was supposed to be 200 and, what was it, at least 227 Republican House members. Now it's possible that Republicans don't even win the House of Representatives. Just absolutely, incredibly wrong. What in the world? Of everything that was expected to go well, what went wrong? Republicans put up the absolutely worst candidates in every single state. You look at Pennsylvania, you've got Dr. Oz. You looked at, uh, that, looked at, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Pennsylvania Dr. Oz. Really, the Senate was really the big issue with Dr. Oz because in Pennsylvania, the Republicans actually had that seat for uh, quite a long time. And... Dr. Oz lost that seat for the Republicans, which means the Democrats actually picked up a Senate seat. Though it looks like Nevada will be picked up by the Republicans, they'll even it out. And then the question goes to Georgia once again. Carrie Lake, who is a moderate Republican, is not a moderate Republican, sorry, a moderate candidate for the Republicans. She's very extreme like Trump, but she's moderate in terms of how good of a candidate she is. She's running for governor in Arizona, and she's currently in a, uh, what do you call it, headlock with Katie Hobbs. So if when, you, when you look at all these failed and close races, just look at them real quick. What you'll find out is most of them have the same thing going on. And that same thing is that a terrible candidate is the nominee for that position. I'm I'm extremely disappointed. I'm a Republican. I obviously I despise what we did. I really do. I went to bed that night expecting to wake up the next morning and just be blown out with happiness. Like, oh yeah, we got Carrie Lake, we got Dr. Oz, obviously got DeSantis, uh got 250 seats in the House and 54 seats in the Senate. There's nothing that can stop us. And I woke up in the middle of the night because I had my computer on with all the results pulled up. I woke up in the middle of the night to look at the results, and I was still – it was bad. It was really bad. So I'm a little bit upset from that. What on planet Earth could the Republicans have done wrong to mess that up? I don't understand. There's, there's nothing they could have done. At least I didn't understand. Recently, I decided to do some research. I'm extremely interested in political science. So I decided, okay, instead of blaming Republicans for Trump or whatever, instead of blaming them, let's look at some facts and figure out what actually happened. So what happened is Republicans did win by a lot. The generic poll, not the generic poll, the generic ballot had Republicans winning 
by over 5 million votes. That's what happens. Republicans won by over 5 million votes. That is not an insignificant number. That's statistically enormous, considering the 100 million people that voted. With those 5 million votes, how come we didn't win the victory we were supposed to? The answer is redistricting. In 2020, there was a pandemic. We called it COVID-19. You know, it was, yeah, it's okay if you don't remember it. There's the Ukraine war going on now, so you probably don't remember it, you know. And it kind of changed some things. A bunch of liberal states locked up their, well, their state. And liberals and Republicans alike decided to leave for conservative states that were not as strict and not as locked up. For example, Florida, Texas. A lot of Californians left during that period simply to go to those states because they're better, nicer. During this time period, we expected what well, we expected this to happen in general. But when that happens, what you see is people moving from Florida, a blue state. So you're moving from a blue state, mostly Republicans, moving from a blue state to a red state. So what's happening there? is you're not actually gaining any base in those blue states. You're losing it. And that means a lot when it comes to the House. Not really the Senate, but more the House. So because of this, you'll see, or we saw, a bunch of houses, uh, House seats flipped in Florida to the Republicans, a bunch of House seats flipped in New York to the Republicans. And that's a good thing. But also because of this, we're not going to see as many Republican House seats in California or other liberal states. Uh, New York's is actually different. I'll explain New York's later because you might say, well, yeah, how is that possible? New York is a liberal state. I'll get to New York later. It's a really interesting story about New York. So really what, what, what went wrong is basic problems. Republicans did their basic thing with nominating terrible candidates for close races and incredible candidates for races that aren't even going to be close. For example, an incredible candidate for the state of Oregon governor. Oregon has been liberal for over 40 years, and Republicans nominated an incredible candidate for that. He lost, but it was close. Same as Lee Zeldin in New York. Republican, uh, super blue state. And he lost, but it was barely even a loss. So it was really close. An example of a race that shouldn't even be close would be Connecticut, Massachusetts. Those are, well, not Massachusetts, sorry. It was, yeah, it was Connecticut, Massachusetts. They both went blue. Um, you've got some Senate races like uh, Fetterman and Oz. That was an interesting race. Let me explain the Fetterman and Oz race for you. A lot of people say, Fetterman is no way he won. He literally is, forgive my language, most likely medically retarded. And that's a sad thing. I'm, I'm sorry if you're upset, offended by what I just said. That It's a sad thing, but it's very likely true. His stroke did not do him well. How in the world did he win? In statistics, there's this thing that we like to call stubbornness. 
And stubbornness is really the only reason why a lot of people did not vote Republican this time around, because really what happened is Republicans are not in charge. Democrats have the House, Democrats have the Senate, Democrats have the presidency, Democrats have the candidate, cabinet, candidates, cabinet, Democrats have all of the executive agencies. Democrats are literally in control of this country with a tight grip, except for the Supreme Court. And we'll get to that part later as well. Republicans have zero power except for the Supreme Court. So when you're voting for candidates to make up this new government, this new Congress, you're saying, do I trust you in government? And what tends to happen when, in, according to statistical studies that have been done, what tends to happen when you have this sort of opt-in type of system, which is what we have. You have to opt-in to something. So right now, you are under democratic control, politically speaking. You have to opt-in to being under Republican control by voting for Republicans over Democrats. When you have to do that, you are lazy. When you have to opt-in to something, you are lazy. You tend to be, no, I don't really want to. You have to be convinced more then you have to be convinced for the other side. So Republicans had terrible candidates and that statistic, all the statistical studies. It just combines into that. Plus, redistricting might not have been done very well. I'm not sure. I didn't do my research on that this year. Those three things, big main things. And then there's Trump. Trump's just an idiot, so we're just not going to talk about him in this podcast. I'm sorry. I call him the I word. It's terrible. He really is, though. He's not a very great person. He's gotten extremely arrogant. I used to like him. I used to be like, hey, yeah, it's Trump, president of the United States of America. Really great guy. Well, not really, but great president, you know? And now I can't even say that anymore. So, yeah. Terrible. Absolutely disgustingly terrible. Believe it or not, though, let's, let's throw this into a little bit of a... Uh, microscope thing that they use in science labs I forgot how to call or what we call them Republicans don't learn their lesson I'm a Republican I hate saying this but it's true which is why I'm saying it I'm a Republican hardcore but I will never lie ever just to make people like me more I don't know if you know how the Republican chamber type of thing works basically they have a well chairman of the Republican Party, who basically sort of leads the Republican Party, leads the board of the Republican Party. The board of the Republican Party helps decide, or they really try to help decide who gets nominated for Republican positions in political offices like president, Senate, House, yada, yada, yada. At least that's a national committee. Uh, so basically... The Republican committee is, national committee is dumb, really dumb. Ronna McDaniel, she's the chairman of the Republican National Committee. And she said that Republican leadership or Republican uh, votes last night, Republicans on November 8th, they won the Super Bowl because they kept Biden from taking control. First of all, the voting isn't even over. You can't say we kept Biden from taking control of the House and the Senate. Voting isn't even over. He still might have control of the House and the Senate. Second of all, we did not win the Super Bowl. That was a ridiculous 
failure. We were supposed to have a tsunami. We were supposed to have 250 at least people in the House and 54 people in the Senate. The entire nation was supposed to be cheering us on, and it didn't happen. There was no Super Bowl that was won. What in the world is she talking about? What does she have to gain by saying that? Nothing. If you want to take this into football terms, sure, let's take this into football terms for a second here. How many games are there in a football season? Let's pretend there's 10 because I don't know how many there are. Let's pretend there's 10, okay? Out of these 10 games, we won one of them. One of those 10 games. We didn't even make it to the playoffs. We won one out of the 10 regular season games by keeping the Democrats from maybe taking control of both houses. Maybe. Just maybe. That is not a victory. The only reason why we even won that game is because we won the generic ballot by five, over five million votes. And that doesn't mean anything because the generic ballot is not what gets people elected. What gets you elected is your actual local race for the Senate or the House. That is what gets you elected. There was no Super Bowl and we did not win it. Neither sides won the Super Bowl, but the Democrats sure as heck won the playoffs. I'm a little bit mad right now. What doesn't the Republican committee seem to understand? It was so simple, really simple. It really is. We lost. Time to move on. We can't sit here and be like, oh, well, we probably won. Oh, and if we lose in Arizona and Nevada, it's definitely voter fraud. No, it's not. There are Republicans right now who are saying if we lose in Arizona and Nevada, it's because of voter fraud. The reason why they're saying this is because Arizona and Nevada both have problems with their election and counting their votes. That does not mean there is voter fraud. If there is voter fraud, I will look for the evidence. I will find evidence if there is voter fraud. Trust me on that. Until I see evidence that there is voter fraud, I will not say there has been voter fraud. Neither should anyone else. Republicans seem to act more like Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis won his governorship by over 20, almost 20 points in Florida. The first time he ran, he barely even won. That is an incredible gain. He also flipped three seats of the House to the Republicans, and all three of those seats weren't even close races. It was just silly. I love Ron DeSantis because of that. So what's going on here? What was the main group that voted for the Democrats? Well, the main group that voted for the Democrats is what we call single women. You know, it's women, people that have periods that are single. We can't call them women anymore. The people that have periods that are single. They were the main group that voted for Democrats. And single, okay, I'm just going to call them women now. Single women are mostly uneducated in college, though they are still more educated than any category of men. So when you look into this, why did they vote for Democrats? They're single, right? They're more educated than men, technically, so they have more bachelor's degree. They can work. They should be getting paid more, right? They don't have to spend the money on anything. Yes and no. You see, when you're married, you share your money with your spouse, which means you're actually making more money than you would be if you were single. Not only this, but you're also working harder and more, and this is from stats, and more than if you were single. So single women 
voted for Democrats because they're poor. They don't work as hard. They want stuff from the government for free because they don't want to work as hard and because they have no children and have no life. They like abortion because they don't want to have children. This is what our society has come to. You know, I don't want to get married. I love this guy so much. Like, he's an incredible guy until tomorrow when I find a new guy at, I don't know, the what do they call it? The club or whatever in Las Vegas. But it doesn't matter. This guy's incredible. So you know what? I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a mistake. Oopsies. And you know, we're gonna have a child. But I don't wanna actually have the child. So then I'm gonna kill the child. And then I'm gonna find a new guy and do it again. This is what single women are like now. I mean, men are like this too. Men are terrible at this as well. This isn't an excuse though. It really is not an excuse. Why is our society like this now? This is the way it should be. Judaism and Christianity. These two religions support this one specific model for marriage. A guy meets a woman. A guy marries a woman. This marriage lasts throughout both of their lifetimes. They have kids. They take care of their kids. They raise their kids in a good household. Christian household. That is how marriage should work. Unfortunately, Ever since gay marriage became an extremely popular thing in late 1980s and 1990s, this is what it looks like now. Uh, you know, yeah, mm -hmm, I'm going to date this person, and uh, I don't know about marrying them, but I'm going to date them just for, you know, funsies. And then we're going to, you know, get real deep, you know. And then, then maybe I'll find a new guy from, I don't know, a different place. Probably not, but, you know, maybe I will. That is what marriage looks like today. Or maybe it's, yeah, I'm a guy, I'm going to marry a guy, or I'm a woman, and I'm going to marry a woman. It's ridiculous. This isn't, this isn't reality. I mean, it is reality, but it's sad it's reality. It shouldn't be reality. This isn't how the world is created to be. I'm in, I'm in an extremely bad mood right now. Seriously bad mood. There's no excuse for the Republicans losing. No excuse whatsoever. And there's no excuse for disobeying God's word when you know exactly what it says and have ignored it your entire life simply because you think it's foolish mythology. No excuse whatsoever. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel bad for you. All of you guys who are like that. Unfortunately. There's a bunch of people out there in the world today who don't believe in God and don't believe in this type of reality, the truth, the real reality. And I'm sorry, you should. You should find God. I'm I'm not myself a missionary or pastor, but like I would love to help you out sometime in some way. I would suggest you find a local church. Start there. Only truly religious nations stay true. To God's word. I know Judaism is not Christianity, but it is extremely similar, just omitting Christ. Israel is a Judy Judaism is a Jewish religion. Jewish religion. Jewish nation. Mostly Jewish religion. And what we see there is an actual actually real society. Society where it functions properly, where a man marries a woman and they stay that way. Until they die. They have kids. Israel has a 
birth rate. That is above replacement level. It is one of the only Western nations in the world to be like that, and it is also an extremely religious nation. That is success for them. Success. Why can't America be that way? We used to be. We used to have great replacement level. We used to be fairly Christian. We used to work. We used to not expect the government to give us anything, but rather, we would work for everything. That is the way it's supposed to be. It's not like that anymore. And we need to change that. So apparently Democrats think they can, well, they think they know they can just promise a bunch of random stuff and single white women, not even white women, single women are going to take it. That, that's how that worked. That's how we lost, you know? That's how there was no red wave. And then we just got to accept it, you know? A little bit upsetting, but we can learn from this. What can we learn from this? Republican leadership needs to go. We need new leaders for the Republican Party. People who can actually think and know what they are doing. That's what we need. I might myself just go into that just because. I'm a Republican. I want this nation to succeed. We're on the brink of going into an extreme recession. And if we have the leaders who we have right now in charge, this recession isn't ever going to get better. Not until... They are replaced by competent leaders who know what they are doing. Right now, over how many jobs have been lost? The entire tech industry is cutting off employees. Only company I can think of in the tech industry that is not is Amazon, but they aren't hiring either. The recession has started, and it's not going to be very pretty. If we can get leadership in here, good leadership in America, the recession will be short and it will be not nearly as bad as 2008. But for the rest of the world, it'll be terrifying. Let's pray to God that he will fix this nation. I, yeah, just disgusting, really. Someday, one day, when Christ comes back, the world will be better. But right now, we live in this broken world. Not a very good broken world, either. Broken nation, broken world. All we can do right now is hope and pray to the Lord that he fixes and shows mercy upon us. Sorry about my more energetic anger today. I'm a little bit disappointed in my party, and that's mainly why. Extreme disappointment in my party. But may God be with you all. God bless you. See you all next time. Adios.